If you're looking for a reason to get out of bed in the morning, you're about to be sorely disappointed. I suggest you set the snooze button for 10 more minutes to avoid what's about to go down. Legends in their own minds. You know, Johnny, it feels like every week our commander-in-chief, who's been mailing it in for the last six years, <laughs> does something new. And we're paying for the stamps. Yes, we are paying for the stamps, which keep going, and that price keeps going up every year. That's a, Another well-managed uh, federal organization. <laughs> every week, yes. President Obama finds some new way to demonstrate that he was never ready for prime time without question and uh, uh i'm tired i feel i've grown weary of being embarrassed you know it's the the juxtaposition of one of the proudest most poignant days in american history where uh where, where eisenhower ordered the attack on d-day on right june uh 6th i believe it yep. was 1945 um it was i mean just to see him give another one of those overrated speeches, and and him, we're back to Obama, not not Eisenhower. No, no, Eisenhower. <laughs> His just speech was a I, lot shorter. I know, you, I know, you've got a fever, John. So I just want to make sure that we're using the uh, we're, we're we're dumping on the right commander in chief. So no, but the, the juxtaposition of, of the two days. Yes. Um, I just, I I can't even imagine uh, a prouder moment to say, you know, how we, you know, because of us. Yeah, you're free. People, the Europe was freed, right. and and the Asia too, um, which affected my father-in-law, which affected my obviously my my wife. I, I, it's amazing that we can have come so low. I mean, the, the decline can the decline, or it's already happening, the decline of a great country. Right. It, it's taken a lot less time than the Roman Empire did. Well, I will say this, and this is a this is going to be a one of those branches in the roads where you and I. <laughs> Have differing opinions. Yes, I think the decline started in full force with uh, with uh, Obama's predecessor, um, you know, the village idiot from Crawford. I was I was never a fan there either, and I think that now. And it's interesting though that those two these two idiots right. um, can have such a different way at screwing up the world. <laughs> and in both cases, uh, this country reelected them both. I mean, it it, it has become. The lesser of two evils. In fact, that's a that's a direct quotation from my mother. Well, I'm just picking the lesser of two evils. Right. And I think that this country has done that, in my humble opinion, since Reagan. Yes. I, so. Yes. So you, you include Clinton in this. Oh, I don't like I never liked Clinton. <laughs> I thought I was not a fan. So you have no party affiliation whatsoever. No, I told you that before, Johnny. You, I, you, are, you are just a mercenary. <laughs> a political mercenary. A political mercenary. My vote is for hire every time there's an election. <laughs> and as I've said before on this very podcast, I have never backed the winning horse. <laughs> not once. I have. Just ask Bob Dole. <laughs> I voted for Dole, too. Yes. <laughs> so, I like Bob yeah, Dole. Whoever didn't win, that's the guy or the lady I voted for. <laughs> Though actually, well, because I voted for Elizabeth Dole at one point, she was running for something. Oh, so. oh, that was the that was the primary where you voted for Elizabeth Dole and I voted for Pat Buchanan. There you go. That's right. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> and and now hearing what remembering what the competition was, I'm still good. With, I'm still good with my vote. Well, I mean, I was. I mean, I wasn't going to vote for Gore, and I wasn't right. going to vote for Kerry, so right. I voted for George W. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, and I have a picture of him in my house. There you go, Johnny. With me. 
Well, we have a picture of him in our house, too, but it's what we use to train the kids to use the toilet. <laughs> That's the target. That's exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I, uh, Obama gives this, uh, you know, awful speech uh, but that, that an eighth grader could have written. And well, I, think his, yeah. I think his prose style is at the eighth grade level. I, I, I'm amazed that uh, people, you know, fawn over him and, 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 and carry his water. Well, no, uh, no president left behind. Isn't that his program? <laughs> and then to see him in this solemn occasion, you know, chewing gum, cutaways of him chewing gum. Well, at least he wasn't taking a selfie at a funeral. <laughs> at Mandela's funeral. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> With a hot, uh, the hot prime minister of Denmark. Is and, there and, any other kind? And I'm sure that Obama was, how he was impressing the prime minister of Denmark was he was translating the nonsensical sign language. <laughs> I, that's right. I know what he's saying. That's right. Ma'am, stick next to me. I know things. The fraud. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there were a couple of frauds on that stage. That's right. he, he just said purple gorilla. We don't know why, but that's what he said. <laughs> Trust me, I'm the leader of the free world. Yeah. And then uh, our our wonderful, we've had a good succession of secretaries of state lately too uh you know everybody I, you didn't vote for for president I, I, i'm no fan of uh hillary uh, uh or either of the clintons i don't even like chelsea <laughs> her baby uh, we'll okay. see that, that one maybe the chance yeah. there but uh, uh but they'll brainwash her anyway, so basically so. maybe you're just saying that maybe the clinton intelligence skips a couple of generations <laughs> no i have <laughs> Clinton intelligence. That, that's, really? what you're, that's what you're hoping for. <laughs> I hope. Yeah, I hope they raise a Republican, <laughs> so, or at least a conservative. Uh, now, Kerry, uh, you know that great war hero from Vietnam, <laughs> cut his finger, open up a beer, and yep. then uh, called got it a day. Two purple hearts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> am I swift boating him? I, I'm sorry. No, I think you're doing fine. He spent uh, he, the the celebration at Normandy at his estate in France, <laughs> his villa. Well, he was very busy. He, you know, both he and Teresa, and then, uh, marking the uh, solemn occasion, and they were shipping uh, packages of gum to Obama. So when the flavor ran out, he just gave another piece ketchup flavor gum. But if he if he chews the gum, at least he doesn't make a speech. Um, you know, that's uh, that's a good point, right? So just that, maybe that's what his handlers were realizing. His handlers, you know what? You know, give him a stick of Beeman's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they still make them. I don't know. <laughs> I don't chew gum. You know, I'm sure that they'll just write Beeman's on the top. and uh, Because you know. if Obama says that's his favorite gum, they'll bring it out of retirement for him. Because <laughs> so our, our then, emperor wears no clothes. Yeah, oh, so. Without question. Yeah. Uh, and then Kerry, uh, the Secretary of State, we're talking about the swap of these vicious Taliban commanders for a an alleged deserter, <laughs> Sergeant Bo Bergdahl. Uh, so now the Taliban, it's been posited that the Taliban will get the message that if, if you want to, if you want to get five guys out of Gitmo or wherever you've, they're holding them, or if you want to start a five guys. Burger shop. <laughs> Five guys, burgers, and goat. <laughs> exactly. So uh, uh, all you do is kidnap another soldier, and you, you, and you can start making a deal. And he said that's ridiculous. Well, and well, and I will say now. See, here's one of those things. Oh, we're going to divide again. We're not actually, but I'm. So it is ridiculous because to think that the Taliban or anyone across the pond took us seriously ever since the Obama administration came into power. Yes. Is ridiculous. Yes. They never took us seriously to begin with. So you know what? I guess you're making it worse, but I think it was pretty bad to begin with. Oh, I, I, I mean, I, oh, absolutely. I don't think they ever took us seriously. 
I mean, the one thing, the I mean, one they, thing that they have to take us well, somewhat one, seriously. Well, the one thing that pushed sending 40, drones in there and stuff. Yeah, but you know, we, you know, it's that's fifty-fifty on our success rate with that. <laughs> so, you know, that was the one statement, and really, in eight years, the only one statement that I liked that George Bush uh, forty-three I, I had know to say. Exactly the one you're talking about. You know, was I'm not going to I'm not going to send a ten million dollar cruise missile in to blow up a ten dollar tent. Uh, <laughs> you know, he got it. But on the same token. If there was this kind of shenanigans by the Taliban or whatever, he right. would bomb the ever-loving crap out of it. Oh, without question. You know, and it wouldn't. And it, it was one of those things where he did, and sometimes it was shoot first and ask questions later. Sometimes with Bush, it was shoot first and think later. But oh, uh, but it was the opposite problem we have now. So right. with 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 this current uh, inept band of fools that we have running Washington and our. our International policy and uh, domestic policy, for that matter. Right. But but Kerry's <laughs> right, but he just he's right for the wrong reasons. <laughs> Kerry's right that it's ridiculous because they never took him seriously to begin with. You know, I uh, uh, we know uh, my son was is former military. He yep. served in Iraq, and he told me that when his company uh, went over to uh, Afghanistan after my son got out of the army to pursue a career yep. in business. That the the rules of engagement, the ROE, involved before the guys in Afghanistan could fire, they needed approval from a two-star general. So to have to call back and say, we've got hostiles here, potential. This was the new rules of engagement once? Uh... <laughs> it may have been during Bush. I don't know. It may have been during McChrystal. Yeah. All I know is uh, at that time, Bush was no longer president. Yep. This was Obama's administration. So these guys couldn't even shoot unless they were given permission, which is, seems like a weird well, and bad way to run a war. Well, what's the point of having them there? I agree. You know, I agree. So we've been there for ten plus years. Maybe it's time. Even I say it's time to come home. I mean, well, because if you're not going to affect any further change, right? And if you're not going to pursue the war with all vigor and in, right. you know interest. Yeah, the only, what's the point of putting our guys in harm's way? The only change that Obama was interested in was getting those change bumper stickers on cars. <laughs> and, and that's where his inspiration and his original thought apparently ended. I saw a, a Prius with an Obama sticker, and my thought was, isn't that redundant? <laughs> and hasn't that ship already sailed? I mean, <laughs> you know, you're six years into this, and guess what? Uh, it didn't work out they're that well for you. They're so proud. <laughs> Two more years left, Johnny. That's all uh, I can say. Help me, Lord. If you like what you just heard, then check us out on Facebook at The Two Legends. Hey, pal, it's your call.